This is the Pro Audio Suite Podcast. Quick Bites. All season's greetings from the Pro Audio Suite for another Quick Bite on what is Boxing Day in Australia. Uh, Boxing Day being a very old traditional thing from Great Britain and the colonies uh, where we give servants some food and presents the day after Christmas because they've been working all Christmas Day. How quaint. Uh, But of course, in uh, the Northern Hemisphere, it's Christmas Day. So Merry Christmas, chaps. Thank you. Hello. Merry Christmas to you, everybody. Ho, ho, ho. (laughs) (laughs) So I've got to ask you, what did Santa bring you, George? Oh, yes. I got myself some new gear from Rode, thanks thanks to the support of Rode. Um, I got to uh, get my very own NTG4 Plus, which is the the lovely shotgun mic they make that also has battery power, um, which tonight, uh, Robbo, I, bl- I actually think Robert's taking advantage of that tonight. Sure. And um, I'm running it right into a Rode AI1 interface, which I have to say is uh, I like is because it's a couple reasons. One, it's very simple to operate. It's just a very minimalistic design. And and B, it has a super amazingly hot headphone amp that can drive every pair of headphones I own, no problem. Um, so if you got those hard to drive 600 ohm headphones, well, this is one of the few interfaces I've seen that can drive your those headphones. So uh, yeah, quite impressed. And um, I, I, it's a it's a nice podcasting kit. I mean, it's. Most podcasters would kill to have this kind of a setup. It's fantastic. I was going to say, you're the road man now with the Roadcaster and the four NTG4 and the AI1. You, you just road man. I'm totally spoiled. I have, yeah, I have the Roadcaster <laughs> and I have the AI1. It's a, it's a, yes, I'm very happy. But it, yeah, I'm, I'm, this is my first time getting to use it. And I'm, and I'm using it just sitting on the sofa, um, sitting on the couch in my living room. No special treatment. Um, just me and my me in my living room, sitting here comfortably looking at the Christmas tree. And it sounds very good, I have to say. Um, now, Robert, what did you get found under your Christmas tree, apart from the obvious, of course? Yeah, I found lots of stuff, but I did get a <laughs> sweet gift, which was the Rode and TG4 Plus and an AI1 as well. It's kind of coincidence. Well, this um, is getting weirder. Now, don't tell me. <laughs> uh, Robbo, what did you get for Christmas? Uh, something with a four in it and something else with a one in it. I'm not quite sure. Something, yeah. Looks like a microphone. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Does sound very very familiar. Um, Well, I didn't because um, I already had the AI one and an NTG4. Uh, but I did get from Rode, thank you very much, the NTG5, which we talked about before. But I put a file together uh, just, and I was into cutting between the Sennheiser 416 or 416, and uh, the NTG5. And I've sent it off to a few people. In fact, we'll listen to it in a tick. But um, I can tell you, like Jamie Muffet, who you most people in the business would know, particularly in America, he couldn't pick the edits. He didn't know which one was which. He thought he heard one edit, uh, but that was about it. But I also sent it to uh, one of the radio stations I work with in Dubai. He actually prefers it to the 416. Uh, and it has, you, and, has more bass, right? Yeah, and it, it, it's through its processing, it just works. So there you go. That's, I, I liked it. I just I just heard a little bit more bass in that one file you sent us, and you could just pick out like a little fatter sound out of that road than the uh, yeah. 416, 416. Yeah. But it's not so much that it's like overbearing or thick or, 
you know. No, it's, it's like not a, a bad thing. Sound to it. Yeah, yeah. Which is unfortunately, which is what Road have been known for with uh, the NTG three being a bit too heavy in the bottom end. Right. Uh, and for some voices, it works. If you've got a light voice, that's fine. But if you're, you know, you're straight male voiceover guy, you're struggling a bit. It seems well, to me that they've been refining that that sweet spot because they've, they've, you know, they've been putting out numerous shotgun mics for a while now. Um, the NT1, the NT2, NTG1, NTG2, NTG3, then the NTG4, now the, and the NTG4 Plus, and now the NTG5. And the five seems to be like this really good marriage between the NTG three and maybe the NTG four, where you get and that, it's, and it's nice and small too, right? It's yeah. more compact, it's brighter, so it has a little brighter sound than the three, but without the bottom heaviness. And I yeah, I was watching some videos about that five. I mean, I think it weighs seventy six grams. Yes, it's crazy. Basically, nothing. Yeah. I, I wonder if some of the fatness in the uh, five is also just because it's shorter, so you're just more proximate yeah. to the diaphragm within that it. Makes sense. Could be slightly yep. closer means slightly more proximity effect. Yeah. Interestingly, they they've designed it as you know with the kit, which comes with a pistol grip and all that kind of stuff, and a and a dead cat. So it's basically for location work, right? But you know, to me, this would be if they just sold it with uh, you know just a standard shotgun shock mount. And sell it as a voiceover mic. This could actually do quite a bit of damage to other uh, manufacturers because it's to me it's spot on. I love it. And the price point is what half of what you might find a four sixteen at. Yeah, absolutely, it is half. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then you add in the accessories, which I'm yeah. Like if a voice had, if they had like the stripped down version without all the extras, they could probably sell it for four hundred US, and and it would be a real killer. At that point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's great. I know it sounds like we're plugging. it's kind of got a fun new look with the circles all over it instead of like the normal graded lines, you know? Well, they actually did try to explain how why they did that, and I couldn't work it out. It's too technical for me, but maybe you guys can answer that question. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I, I watched a video about it. I didn't take away anything that made it. I couldn't figure out what uh, was going to make it sound inherently better using that design. Um I think it just looks cool. It does. It, it does definitely look cool. looks cool. Yeah, yeah it definitely yeah. looks cool. You, how about and the shotgun pistol grip that it has? It still has the ability to be mounted to or any regular old mic stand, so you can just use that as a fancy mic shock mount, right? Exactly, which is what you would do if you got one for sure. I must admit, I've actually just bought another road shock mount because they use the um, the Rycoat Liar. And I've already got one, so I'm just grabbing another one so I can chuck one in the road case. Well, that liar mount is really quality because it's, in fact, I, I love them. They make them, they make the liar mounts that fit the large diaphragm condenser mics too, like the Neumanns. And I, I recommend them all the time because the, the elastic shock mounts that come with those mics is our, our pain. And um, so the liar shock mount that they've adopted at Rode from Rycode is fantastic. I mean, it's just the fact that you get that as part of the package is just such a great bonus. You'll never have to replace that thing. Yeah. Well, I bought uh, one of the uh, Rycode liar uh, shock mounts for my Gefell. And uh, yeah. it was probably a couple of years ago. And I just for the shock mount, it cost me 150 bucks or something. I think they're about 100 bucks US, yeah. I guess, for the same thing. Uh, but they're really good. I, I like them. They're fantastic. 
Well, I mean, Robert, you're so, doing something weird, right? You're not running the mic right into the AI one. No, actually, this is like sort of the my favorite thing about this mic is the uh, um, the fact that it's battery powered and um, like like when I saw it, my my first idea was like this is perfect for my bag because um, I plug it. I I bought a ten dollar cable, which is basically an XLR cable that goes to um, on one end it's TRRS. And then the other end is one XLR and then a headphone jack. So um, the Macintosh computers um, have one headphone jack, but little does everyone know that that headphone jack is really TRRS, so you can get a mic into right, there. Right, right. And so I'm taking advantage of the uh, battery-powered, and I'm able to basically have a condenser mic with just my laptop. And it makes my bag that much easier. It makes the setup quick. Um, and so for like a real run and gun thing, the battery power option on this is pretty cool. Before that, for the same setup, I was using an SM58 because it's dynamic and right. it didn't need power. So now I got sh- now, now have a condenser. And yeah, it's great. It's way more sensitive. That is a very clever option. Yeah, I'd imagine for some voiceovers, it might be nice if they're just like, they've had to like kick out an audition or something really fast. Well, plugged right into your phone for that matter. If you use the little iPhone adapter... Uh, lightning mm-hmm. adapter, plug that into that, and you've got a shotgun right into your iPhone. So, right. Wow, that's a great idea. I, I, I really think the battery thing is like one of the coolest things about this thing. I was, I was going to compare it to an Audio Technica that has a double A option. Yeah, this is a this is a rechargeable battery, and I don't know if it's better or different. You know, anyway, better than a double A, but it's still. It's just nice that it's in there, and it makes them. It gives them like another trick up its sleeve. It's way more versatile. I'll, I'll tell you why it's nicer. I think that every microphone I've ever owned that uses batteries, eventually I forget to take the batteries out of yeah. it, and then eventually you go back into it. And you're like oozy junk, right? You know, like the, and so yeah. that's just not an issue on this one. Yeah. It's a really good idea if you're doing like video podcasts, or you, you're an actor and you have to do. Um, you know, an audition on camera. You could use your setup, Robert, just to plug yeah. in video I, I with like decent sound. I like the idea even better about getting the iPhone kit. I mean, how do I sound right now? I, I know there's a little bit of hiss that George mentioned from the it's laptop preamp, which is we were trying to figure out if it was five cents or ten cents. Right. <laughs> Considering that's what the preamp you're using right now, it's pretty darn impressive. I mean, I, I also like it because it's not so crazy expensive that I can basically keep it in my bag, and that you know, it's like. Because you know how it is. Like I've done podcasts now from, at this point, the train and my car, and <laughs> where haven't I been? Well, places we can't mention on the air, but yeah. right, it's yeah, less than yeah. a third the price of the uh, of the venerable forty one six. And you know, it's certainly not one third the sound quality. That is for sure, as we've shown on previous episodes where um, Andrew did some... Definitely some, not. We did yeah. a lot of A-B testing with this, the NTG4 and the uh, 41.6, and we got them to compare pretty darn close. Um, while not identical, close enough that it was very hard to differentiate them. So I think uh, I think one of the things I did during that test, I hit the high boost. Yes. And that was one that you and I did together, George. I don't think anybody else heard that one. I sent one to you with the high boost on. Yeah, and I found and that uh-huh. that changed it completely. I have mine flat and I'm going to press the little boost button on it right now. So now now I've got the top end boosted and uh, it sounds a little more sparkly. Yeah, yeah, yeah a little sparklier, a little brighter and 
While I don't have a 416 to compare, I've heard him a thousand times and can tell this sounds a bit more like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it sounds like it's a little bit higher in the frequencies. Like the 416 is more of like a high mid. Uh-huh. And this boost gets a little bit more into like the, the not, not quite air, but definitely, mm-hmm. you know, kind of above 4K, I'd say for sure. Yeah, sounds good. Now, you've got a file, Robbo, of, uh, well, in fact, we should probably bail at this point, let people get back to their uh, Boxing Day or their Christmas lunch or drinks or whatever they're having, uh, and play the, just that piece that I put down for um, using the 416 and the NTG5 just to let people sh- know just how close they are. Um, but before we play that, I should say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah. Ho, 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 ho. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. This is the Pro Audio Suite, a podcast for audio and voiceover professionals. Your hosts are Robert Marshall, Darren Robbo Robertson, George Whittam, and me. This show was mixed by Voodoo Sound, edited by Andrew Peters, using Source Connect Now and Rode Microphones, with technical support from George the Tech Whittam. Don't forget to subscribe and like us. Trouble.